Welcome to episode 17 of the RetroNin Podcast, and today I'll talk about Mega Man X for the Super Nintendo. For the majority of my life, if you were to ask me who my favorite video game character is, the answer would be pretty consistent for at least the first 20-something years of my life, and that would be Mega Man. For some reason, I just had this great fascination with Mega Man as a kid, and I I don't really know what it is, whether it was the cartoon or the original games for the Nintendo that were extremely hard, and yet, for some reason, I was able to get decently far in it, like, even as a kid, especially Mega Man 2. I'm absolutely shocked how far I was able to actually play into those games and how much skill I've actually lost over the course of several years. But (sighs) Mega Man... Is just one of those things that I'm just like, yes, I would still say that's my favorite video game character. That's probably still one of my favorite video game franchises. And I actually like basically every iteration of Mega Man as it is. But today I want to talk a little bit about Mega Man X. Now, this is definitely not the first Mega Man game that I've ever played. I played the ones for the NES when they were coming out because my brothers had an NES and Obviously, I'm going to play whatever games they play, and I'm going to be watching what they do. And I played a lot of them for the Game Boy when they were first out, although not very effectively because that squished-up screen definitely wasn't working for me at the time when it came to the fast action needed for Mega Man. But Mega Man X is definitely one of the most influential. This, I, If I had to really think about it, I'm pretty sure this is the first Mega Man game that I've actually purchased for myself, because I remember when we were going to the used game store to pick out games, and they had a great selection of Nintendo and Game Boy games and 64 games and Super Nintendo games. This was the one that really caught my eye. Obviously, the Zelda ones caught my eye, too, and I think I had to actually make a choice between like one of the gold cartridges for Zelda 2 and Mega Man X, and I chose Mega Man X, and I think that was the better decision made at the time, because it really took me becoming an adult to appreciate what Zelda 2 had to offer. I don't think I would have really liked it as much when I was a kid. But taking that cartridge home, that Super Nintendo cartridge of Mega Man X, and just starting off that game was something super weird to me. Now, the game itself is obviously very similar to the NES games, but in my opinion... It improves on things so much that it's really superior in basically every single way. Like, just take one mechanic that they added, the the wall climbing mechanic. That changes the layout of the levels, the way you traverse between different sections of the levels so, so much. Like, you cannot underestimate how much just being able to climb up walls without the use of a ladder or very specific platforms place that you can actually jump up it or, heaven forbid, disappearing blocks the ability to jump on walls and climb up them just on your own power like that's a thing that you can do from the beginning of the game as a matter of fact the introductory level has a certain like section where you are forced down really far and this is where you actually learn through trial and error how to climb up walls a very genius way of doing that to be perfectly honest so just that mechanic alone changes everything but then you also add in all the different like weapon and armor pieces where you actually are collecting different things that Dr. Light has left for Mega Man X into the future. His, you know, dash boots, which is very similar to how the slide worked in the previous Mega Man games, but obviously 
it lets it go a little bit faster and not having to like crouch down to do it. You have the charge buster where, or the charge shot, maybe it was called the X shot. I can't remember which charges not only like, you know, your main buster weapon, but also all of your special weapons and actually gives a different like weapon output when you do charge it all the way. You have, you know, the helmet upgrade, the chest upgrade that allows you to take more damage without, you know, being pushed back as much. All of these different things as well. Like, this really changed the way that you played Mega Man. And this is very distinctly for Mega Man X instead of the regular Mega Man games. Because after Mega Man X came out, you still had Mega Man 7, which I think came out right after Mega Man X. And then you had Mega Man 8, which came out on the PlayStation, I think the Sega Saturn as well. So those games didn't have the same upgrades. Like I remember when I actually had to try to play Mega Man 8, you know, after playing X so much, I was like really dumbfounded like, "Oh man, the climbing on walls aspect. I really miss that. This Mega Man doesn't have as good of like a jumping and dashing capability as Mega Man X." So for a lot of the reasons like there I really appreciated how quickly Mega Man X moved as a game. Like it was very fast and speedy. So all of these different features added up to a really different kind of experience when it comes to Mega Man. So right off the bat, when you start the cartridge, like it really takes you through a very interesting opening because you have like this computer inf- in, like interface, like a, a DOS interface, really, which is like typing and it's playing like this warning sound and booting up and you can like see all the story coming along with ostensibly Dr. Light, like typing out like, oh no, Mega Man X, you know, here's Mega Man X, here's the schematics for him. We need to put him in a capsule to like, you know, work on his morality and ethics and everything so that he doesn't become a danger to humans in the future. And all this background lore put immediately when you start the game, it's like, oh, okay. I don't know what any of this means, honestly, because at this point, I think the newest game was either Mega Man 6 or Mega Man 7. And then you have Mega Man X coming out. And it's like, is it Mega Man 10? Is it like the Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest numbering? I don't know. But that that must have been a weird experience back then when those games were coming out to see, like, you know, you have Mega Man 7 and then you have Mega Man X. And these are very, very different looking Mega Man. I, I don't know how that must have felt, honestly. Like, I don't even remember what my own initial feelings are because I'm just like, okay, it's just Mega Man. I'm just going to play it. But I, I could definitely tell that Mega Man 8 was very distinctly different from Mega Man X. And it wouldn't even be until years later that we would get a proper, like, Mega Man 9 and a Mega Man 10, which was not Mega Man X. So, but anyway, that that's neither here nor there. So learning all this background knowledge, like, super quickly from the computer and then jumping into the game with this really, like, action-packed, like, introduction stage which teaches you all the things that you need to know on how to play the game. But then they're throwing characters at you like left and right. You know, you're, you're seeing Vile with his big giant mech and you're fighting him. You're dodging cars. You see this zero guy who's like, well, he's a red robot and Proto Man was a red robot. So it's just like, is there a connection there? I don't know. And I think just throwing all these mysteries here, it's like, what's going on? Like, this is not the Mega Man that I'm used to. It's like, is this Mega Man X the same Mega Man from the original games? Like, are, are they the same people or are they two different people? You see things that Dr. Light is talking about on the computer, and then you see him in capsules here and there, but what happened to him exactly? Like, the game just doesn't answer any of these questions. Who is Zero? Is he Proto Man? I, I don't know. There's so many questions, and 
really and truly, like even to this day, many of them are still kind of a mystery. Like I don't feel like even in any of the supplemental guidebooks that have been put out since then, that they've really addressed anything from this transition between the classic Mega Man storyline and the Mega Man X storyline to the point where fans like really had to do a lot of digging and try to close the gaps themselves with like, you know, fan fiction and whatnot. And I remember very distinctively, like if, if you're familiar with old Sprite comics and everything, Bob and George, which was, you know, just a comedic humorous Sprite comic that came out in like 2000, I think, to 2008. They had these like series of like flash Sprite comic movies that they put together. I think it was called the, the Cataclysm movies, which tries to bridge that gap between the original series and the X series through voice acting and pretty decent flash animation, honestly. And I don't think they ever actually finished what they were working on with that. But at the time, like, it was really interesting seeing this, like, very, like, you know, fourth wall raking humorous sprite comic delve into, like, some actually, like, serious subject matter for once. It was just like, huh, that's interesting. And it really stirred my imagination when I was a kid because I was just like, what is it? Like, what is the... The connecting thread here it's like how are these two stories connected because they have to be connected somehow there's too many similarities for them to be completely separate from each other i even remember like okay this is delving really deep into you know west lore but i even remember when i had my own you know Mega Man fan site that i started i think in 1999 it was a pretty decent little website i, I stole a lot of the content but you know it was 1999 internet it's like everybody stole from everybody and everybody had a guest book but I remember linking to a very specific uh, fan fiction that somebody was writing. And, you know, to me at the time, it was like super in-depth about the proposed connections to the classic series and the X series. And this fan really did a good job. I think there was like 40-something chapters in this fan fiction. And I don't think it was ever actually finished. It left off on a real terrible cliffhanger. And I'm mad to this day that I don't think it's ever been finished. But it did a really good job, and I think that given the material that we had, like, the fact that somebody was able to make, like, you know, a 45-chapter fanfic that actually made sense and, like, really tried to explain the lore at the time, and, like, this is the late 90s, <laughs> so, you know, not the easiest thing to do. I think that was a really good testament to, like, how, like, well-developed the mystery was surrounding, like, what happened between the two games. It just, it really gives you a lot to think about. And I think that's why I just really appreciate Mega Man X as a game. It's like, it was something that really stoked my imagination as a child. And I think it did for a lot of other people, just by virtue of the fact that all these things exist. So anyway, I would be very interested in hearing what your thoughts are on Mega Man X. Please let me know in like what version you played, how you discovered it, and just what in the world do you think happened between the the classic series and the X series? Because I think there's like, a really good untold story there. And I know that they were trying to make a really cool, like, MMO, or not an MMO, I don't, I don't even know what they call it, but some kind of online game that was actually trying to bridge a connection between the two games. And there was, like, this anime cutscene cinematic thing that was, you know, made at the time. I, I think this is, like, over t- 10 years ago or so at this point. But something came out that tried to bridge the gap, and it never materialized, like, you know, most good Mega Man projects do. So... I'd be curious, do you remember this at all? Or am I just kind of like looking into things that aren't there? I'd be just very interested in knowing your thoughts about Mega Man X. 
Thank you for listening to the Retronym Podcast. You can find me at Twitter with the username at Retronym, that's spelled R-E-T-R-O-N-I-M, and through email at theretronym at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate, review, subscribe, and all of that other fun stuff. I don't even know what it is. You can also check out my other podcast, Henshin Dad, if you are curious about the wide world of tokusatsu. Thanks again for taking time to listen to me today, and until next time, keep enjoying the games that you love.